Hey, this is Shannon Kringen, Goddess Kring in Seattle, and I wanted to share my current life. It is now October 19th, 2018, and as a lot of you know, I'm a huge Tom Petty fan. Tom Petty widens my jetty is what I like to say, which has multiple meanings to me. And I just had a, a short little interaction with Dana York Petty, Tom Petty's widow, his second wife, seems like a great human being. And I just was tripping out over uh, numbers. Um, Tom Petty would have been 68 tomorrow, which is October 20th, 2018. And I was born in 1968. And my birthday is 102518, and I will be 50. And Tom Petty was born in 1950. So the number 68 is appearing twice. Tom would have been 68, and I was born in 68 tomorrow. And then my birthday's coming up a few days after Tom Petty's, and I will be turning 50, and Tom Petty was born in 1950. And I just, I just love the synchronicity of that. I love patterns and numbers. I'm really sad there's no more new Tom Petty music, although there is music being released that was never released released before that is really fun to listen to and hear. And I'm really, really grateful that Tom Petty left so much of his music on this planet when he left the planet Earth so that we can listen to anytime we want. And Dana York Petty went, very cool, happy birthday, Shannon. And then I was like, thanks, Dana, very kind of you, sending hugs in your direction. And then she sent me just a sweet little musical symbol with love and hearts and all of that. And you know, that's a little silly for me to even share this, but it just makes me happy. Um, I, I noticed synchronicity and patterns. One time when I went to San Diego, I was visiting one friend and then I saw, actually I was visiting three different friends and all of them didn't know each other. They were all separate, three different friends in San Diego. Uh, one was an actor, and one was a naturist that I was friends with, and one was a potential love interest. And I was in a grocery store with my potential love interest, and I picked up a magazine, and there was a documentary called Naked in Ashes. And I thought, wow, I'd like to see that. It's about the holy men of India, who I've always ironically had crushes on, even though they're celibate, but they're like spiritual holy men. And I always thought they were really handsome those people in India that meditate and they're very thin and they just sit there in the lotus position with mud on their bodies. And it's just fascinating to me, the spirituality and all of that and the Eastern philosophy and non-duality, Advaita Vedanta and all of that. And so I saw this ad for Naked and Ashes and I just went, oh, to my friend, oh, it'd be fun to see this movie. And he was like, oh, I'd never heard of that. And then this second friend of mine who did not know the other friend of mine said, hey, my husband and I are going to go to this movie called Naked in Ashes. Would you like to see it? And so that was a coincidence like, oh, I was just thinking I would like to see that. And so we ended up going. My one friend with my second friend and her husband went to see the movie Naked in Ashes. And I remember thinking that I really liked the voice of the narrator uh, who had an Indian accent. And then I visited my third friend, who is an actor who lived in Los Angeles. So I took a greyhound from San Diego to Los Angeles to visit my friend. His name is Ismail Bashi. He's an actor, a full-time professional actor, first uh, professional actor I've ever met who makes his full-time living as an actor. Uh, he works in 
film and theater and commercials, all three, I think, still. And he has different agents for those. But he's a very uh, good actor. And I told him, oh, I just saw this movie because he's originally from India. Um, have you heard of Naked in Ashes about the Holy Men of India? And he's like, I was part of that movie. He said, I was one of the narrating voices. So to make a long story short, I found out that the voice that I liked in Naked in Ashes <laughs> was my friend is Malbashi. And so it's so interesting that these three separate friends in Southern California that I knew all were involved in the synchronicity of me seeing the film Naked and Ashes. And it also ties into my mom because my mom is into Eastern philosophy and Advaita Vedanta non-duality and the Upanishads and all of that. And so I was kind of raised with this open-mindedness about Eastern philosophy and I'm just fascinated by the synchronicity of that. And then there's just this, you know, Tom Petty synchronicity of my birthday being five days after Tom Petty's birthday, but we're 18 years apart. And he would have been 68 and I was born in 68. And um, I'm turning 50 and Tom Petty was born in 1950. I just think that's really, really interesting and cool synchronicity. And it just was fun to, to hear from Dana Petty. There's a Tom Petty Nation Facebook group that I belong to, where all of us just pour our hearts out, all of us huge Tom Petty, hardcore Tom Petty music fans. Um, and we're also fans of his personality and his overall presence and energy he was such a uh, sensitive, uh, kind hearted, beautiful, kind of private person, actually. I wasn't really into meeting a lot of his fans in person, but was into really sharing his heart and soul uh, through his music with us. So I just wanted to share that, and I'm excited that I'm going to turn 50. And I was interviewed actually recently by, because I'm really into intermittent fasting and um, eating semi-keto, high healthy fat, low carbohydrates, and medium amount of protein and just basically um, getting fitter and leaner and feeling mentally good. And I was interviewed for a YouTube channel called Six Miles to Supper. This great lady named Kayla Cox interviewed me about my success with, with improving my health with intermittent fasting and eating a certain way. And so I just wanted to share that. And that's what's going on with me. It's As I'm recording this, it's October 19th, 2018. And I think my art show is going to continue at the doctor's office in Seattle. And I update everything on my ShannonKringen.com website. And I have a bunch of different social media outlets where I share and I blog about different things. Mostly lately it's been nutrition. So I'm really happy and grateful to be alive. And I'm really uh, tickled by the Tom Petty synchronicity. I, I dreamt last night about, uh, I had a Tom Petty dream which I have a lot of the time. But sadly, this dream was was interesting. It was about, um, actually, I don't even know if I want to say, maybe I'll keep it personal and private. <laughs> I don't know. But it wasn't X-rated or anything. But a lot of times the, the dreams are a little bit X-rated, but <laughs> um, never mind. So I had an interesting dream last night um, involving Dana Petty and Tom Petty and Jeff Bridges for some reason, and who I've met. I've met Jeff Bridges. I was an extra in the movie called American Heart, and I got to meet Jeff Bridges. I tapped him on the shoulder, and embarrassingly, I gave him a photo of myself where I'm not wearing any clothing, but that's partly because I'm a nudist, and I was a stripper at the Listy Lady at the time, and that's how I got the part in 
Uh, I got to hang out on the street corner with punk rockers in Pioneer Square, Seattle, being an extra in the movie American Heart. Um, but I got the part because I was uh, dancing at the Lusty Lady and they asked us to show up and see if we could be extras. And I'm glad they didn't choose me to be an extra in the dancing scenes. They chose me to be a fully clothed person on the street corner. Um, and I got to wear my own hand-painted uh, shoes and hat and purse. Actually, not a hat. I was just wearing... I did hand-paint a, sh a, a top hat, actually, for Tom Petty. Actually, and Jane Petty, Tom Petty's first wife, actually wrote me... Uh, a postcard saying, because I wanted to meet Tom Petty and give him a hand-painted hat that I made in 2000, 1992, and she wrote me a postcard back saying, hope you can dig, Tom's real busy, can't guarantee anything, but he smiled when he saw your cards, because I made these handmade postcards that I, I shared every day, and um, Jane wrote me back. So it, I'm, I'm happy that, because um, Tom Petty's music has been really powerfully important in my life. When I was 11 years old, I ran over to the jukebox in a pizza parlor when I heard Refugee. And I was like, oh my God, what is this music? And it was just love at first listen before I had even seen what the band looked like. I just loved the sound of Tom Petty and the Heartbreakers, Refugee, and I related to it because of the challenging aspects of my childhood. And so there's synchronicity with that. And so it's interesting that I've had um, a little bit of an interaction with both Tom Petty's wives, Jane Petty, his first wife, who wrote me a postcard in response I'm a little bit afraid that his fan club thought I was a little crazy, though, because I sent a postcard every day, six days a week for, like, months. And finally, Jane wrote me back and said, I don't know why I haven't written you sooner. <laughs> they probably wanted me to stop sending the silly postcards. But I worked at a Xerox place, and I made these uh, Xerox postcards of Tom Petty's face with his hand-painted. I hand-painted, actually, with marker and glitter on each postcard. And it was Tom Petty's uh, face... Um, um, with a top hat that I hand painted on his head, and I would just—I just wanted to meet him and say, "I love your music. Thank you for being such a great um, force in the world of full of love and inspirational energy, of sticking to your guns and doing what you believe in, and not letting anybody stop you from doing what you love." And um, Basically, so it's interesting, and then Dana York Petty just interacted with me briefly when I told her about the number synchronicity, because she just, basically this weekend, there's a thing in Gainesville, Florida, because uh, Tom Petty's birthday is tomorrow, and there's a, a unreleased song called Gainesville, and people are celebrating it, and she was just telling us in the Tom Petty uh, Nation group that she can't be there this weekend, but she'll be there in spirit. Um, because there's going to be a, like a musical celebration with different musicians and music being played in honor of his birthday. And I guess they're opening a park somewhere in Los Angeles, a Tom Petty Park. Or no, maybe that's in Gainesville, Florida. Never mind. That's where he was. That's where he grew up or was born. So thank you for listening. I just wanted to share the synchronicity, um, the thing in San Diego with Naked and Ashes, the thing with Tom Petty and Dana York Petty and Jane Petty and just me. Um, just feeling synchronistically connected to things that inspire me. And I, I, it might sound silly to talk about a famous person in this way and meeting Jeff Bridges and being an American heart and the synchronicity involved in that. But I do feel like 
you know, famous people are real people, just like all of us are real human beings on this planet. And when there's patterns and synchronicities, whether they involve famous people or you're just walking down the street and you hear a word or you see a leaf, there's, you know, there could be a pattern. A homeless person might say something to you. There could be patterns and synchronicities and one thing leads to another. And I feel like, I know when Tom Petty was 11, uh, he met Elvis on the set of Follow That Dream, and that had a huge impact on him. And he began following his dreams, I think, more full throttle at that point. He already knew he loved music. And then when he met Elvis, he realized, okay, that's what I want to do is be a, a, a beautiful musician on stage. So, And then the other thing is that um, when I was 11, same thing, when I was 11 is when I first heard Tom Petty, Refugee, and I ran to the jukebox, and it really ignited and inspired me in a certain way and just triggered something in me, and I went home and listened to that. I borrowed that record from somebody who had it, and I just listened to it over and over and over, and it comforted me and soothed me. So I just wanted to share that the synchronicities in your life mean something. Even if you think it's silly that you talk about famous people that have impacted you, but if there's synchronicity involving songs or books or movies or music or just, you know, regular people on the street that you talk to, you know, if you keep hearing about a certain book or movie or film or music or you keep hearing about nutrition or or some uh, Australia, I also had synchronicity with Australia and the Dreamtime and didgeridoo music and I ended up going to Australia and I just feel a connection to the Dreamtime, uh, Aboriginal art, Australia, the music, the art, the culture, the Dreamtime. So in opals, a lot of opals are mined in Australia and I have a thing about opals. So I feel drawn to Australia. So there's different synchronicities and if you listen to your voice and follow that, it might lead you places that you would never predict. And it might just be your spiritual path or your your heart and soul. Your, you know, if you're an atheist, maybe you wouldn't say spiritual path, but you would just say you're, you, you are following your heart and you're doing, you're living a life of purpose and you're making the best of your life and you're doing what you really want to do and what you really love. And I think when synchronicities like that happen, it it's showing you that you're on the right track and you can trust that. So thanks for listening. My website, shannonkringen.com. And if you look up Six Miles to Supper YouTube channel, you'll see my success story video with Kayla Cox, which I was happy to be part of. And I also have my own YouTube channel where I share. And I've been doing new videos there. It's about love and synchronicity and artwork and nutrition, etc. It's a random mix that I share. I also have a radio show and a podcast. I'm all over the place. So thank you for listening. I'm mostly a photographer. Okay, I'm a multimedia creative person. Learning as I go. Thanks for listening. I hope that you're inspired in some way to do whatever you love. Thank you. Bye. Hey, this is Shannon Kringen, Goddess Kringen, Seattle again. I know it seems really weird that I'm talking about the synchronicity with Tom Petty and his birthday and my birthday and Dana York Petty and Jane Petty and all of that. And then I just occurred to me, Tori Amos is also involved in the synchronicity because I hand-painted some shoes for Tori Amos. I hand-painted a top hat for Tom Petty and was never, never able to meet him because he wasn't, honestly, he wasn't really into meeting his fans. He was mostly into just sharing the music with the fans, which is, which is wonderful. Um, I think that performers should do whatever they feel comfortable doing, whether it's meet fans or not. But Tori Amos is a musician that I really love 
ever since 1992 when I saw Silent All These Years, and it really uh, powerfully inspired me to love and heal and grow and trust my own self and my own path as a female um, because I have wounds about being a woman and interacting with other women sometimes. And I'm just trying to figure that out in the world. But Tom Petty uh, music and Tori Amos music, those are my two favorite songwriters if I had to pick a male and female songwriter. And I requested that I, I met Tori Amos. I gave her hand-painted shoes because I connected with her guy at the fan club uh, years and years ago in the uh, 1995 or 96. And I met her and enjoyed the show, but I got to meet her backstage and give her hand-painted shoes that I made, and she wears size 7, so I painted her these these high-heel shoes, and she actually wore them on stage at the Paramount Theater in Seattle and thanked me. She's like, Shannon painted our, painted my shoes tonight, everyone, and she thanked me on with the microphone from the, and was like, whoa, I was like very like, I just gasped, but I was very quiet and said nothing. I was so like shy, but um, she wore the shoes and she enjoyed wearing them and she looked great on stage in the shoes that I painted for her and that was really sweet of her and who knows if she actually liked that style or design but that was very generous of her to wear the shoes that I painted and painted a top hat for Tom Petty and to make a long story short I requested I I asked Tori Amos if she would do a Tom Petty song and she was like oh I'm not that familiar with his his music specifically but my husband is a big fan of his I will see what I can come up with because I wasn't sure what song to ask for there's so many different Tom Petty songs that I like and in fact most of the favorite Tom Petty songs I have are his newer songs on the last four albums that the band made, uh, Hypnotic Eye, Echo, um, Highway Companion, and what is the other one? Oh my God, The Last DJ. So I think those, and Mojo, oh yes, and those are the last few albums that they made, the last four or five albums, but those are some of my favorite songs is, is like A Trip to Pirate's Cove and Turn This Car Around and, you know, songs that are not super duper popular hits that people are familiar with. And so Tori obviously needed to do something that people would recognize. And so she did Free Fallen, uh, mashed up with the Sarah McLaughlin song, but that's a whole nother story. But I think since Tom passed away, she also covered Free Fallen again. And it was really interesting. And she didn't do it in Seattle. I requested a Tom Petty song and she did it a few nights later in Toronto, Canada, I think it was, or somewhere in Canada. I think it was Toronto, but somewhere in Canada, if you Google Tori Amos doing a Tom Petty song, Free Fallen, you'll, you'll find that on YouTube somewhere. But, you know, the synchronicity of hand-painting a top hat for Tom Petty and hand-painting shoes for Tori Amos and having Tori Amos cover a Tom Petty song. I'm wondering how many of her fans requested Tom Petty songs because um, I don't know how much overlap there is in the fans of Tom Petty and Tori Amos because her music is pretty different, but I see a lot of similarities. Actually, I did a YouTube video on why I love the music of Tom Petty and Tori Amos and how I think they connect. They both have Native American. One of their grandparents was full-blooded Native American. They're both kind of from the South. They both um, are very, they're very spiritual. They're both very sensual. They're both very passionate, prolific songwriters, very, very talented, just sort of channel music, like an amazing idiot savant ability, like amazing spiritual power. I know all musicians are sort of channeling in a spiritual way, I would think, from their heart and their soul and whatever you want to call it. But um, I just wanted to share that interesting synchronicity, Tori Amos, Tom Betty, and Shannon Kringen, the multimedia artist who sees how 
the dots are connected in the universe and I think we're all here to express ourselves and follow our own unique path. There's a sting song I love called Englishman in New York and I designed my own tattoo which means be yourself no matter what they say and that's actually a lyric from the sting song Englishman in New York. Uh, I guess song lyrics are important to me. I write poetry I kind of wish I was a musician sometimes, but I'm really not. But my some of my favorite artists in the world are musicians, and I, I'm very like into song lyrics and listening carefully to song lyrics. And when I write my own poetry, it's a little bit musical, but I'm not actually a songwriter. But I really love musicians and songwriters and lyrics. And I don't read a lot of books, but I listen to lots of music and lyrics. And I pay close attention and memorize lyrics and and write my own poems, and um, intimacy chasing me, feel like it's erasing me, and um, fusion drives illusion to erosion, erosion guides fusion to explosion, and bada boo, bada bing, stinging rings the cring, catch the wind song, spiral drive, crack the code, left and right node, I wander and I wander, tripping over sand dollars, moon haulers, key robbers, Enchanted land, smoky hands, rough and cracked. Take this sand and stand alone, all one. I present the present, desert the desert. Exercise, bring, exorcism, cleanse. So an opal moonstone and moonstone sand dune, sandstone moon dune. High bloom through the roots, in cahoots, sliding doors, eyes adore. Ocean beam, come clean, come clean, manifesting dreams. Black fire, feather rain, straining the stream of consciousness again. Volcano ash erupting green, enchanted, enchanted fingers filter rain. And my palms go on and on and on. And sliding doors, eyes adore, you know, and um, I forgot the rest of the words, but I've written lots of interesting poetry like that. And um, I just am inspired. And thank you for listening.